The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. It feels like they've completely altered the course of the most important organization in the city. And because of that, because of like kind of the long-term enormity of it, it feels bigger than maybe all of it, honestly. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a monster Monday. We're starting a new week. Hard to believe it's July 24th. Every NFL team will be in training camp by the end of the week. And in fact, a week from Thursday, it's the Hall of Fame game. I mean, this is bananas. It's happening. And speaking of happening, the sale of the Washington football franchise, currently known as the Commanders, actually went through. And it's such a momentous occasion. We don't do this very often where we take a deep dive into one franchise. This warranted it. This merited it, which is why we're going to have my guy, J.P. Finley, who's all over the radio down there in D.C. area, all over NBC Sports. You know, uh, just awesome, awesome guy. And by the way, I believe, I'll confirm this, lifelong born and raised in Washington. So nobody better to talk about this momentous occasion than J.P. I can't remember the last time I said who the winners were. I did say a YouTube winner, actually, on on, uh, Thursday last week. So... I'll check and see if we have legit spread the word winners via social media, either at Ross Tucker NFL or at Ross Tucker pod, as well as anybody taking advantage of any of our awesome sponsors, whether that's West Shore Home or DraftKings or Labatt or, of course, Babel, which I'll tell you a little bit more a little bit later. Right now, though, it's Big Show time. The Big Show. As promised, we've got my guy, J.P. Finley, who's kind of become the guy down there in D.C. over the last, I don't know, five to ten years when it comes to the Washington football franchise. And, J.P., I want to make sure I have this right, first of all. Number one, follow him on social media at J.P. Finley, F-I-N-L-A-Y, N-B-C-S. But I want to make sure I have it right. You are born and raised D.C. area, right? Yep. 
Yeah. Uh, it's one of those things that drives me crazy. We'll probably deal with it next year during the presidential election when everybody's like, nobody's actually from there. You're incorrect. There's millions of us that are from here. We live here. We live and die and mostly die with this football team for the last 25 years. So it's it's been a very, very good week. That's what I wanted to kind of get into is just it happened Thursday afternoon. I mean, even like Thursday morning, there was still some skepticism or I read some tweet where Snyder's lawyer said they still have something to figure out. Or I, I don't know. I just want to know what this weekend was like for you your friends, your family, and the fans that I'm sure interact and engage with you on social media. Ross, it was nuts, man. It's been crazy down here, honestly. Um, so everything happened Thursday. I was in Minnesota just covering the meetings. Um, the radio station I work for is 106.7 The Fan down here in D.C. Uh, we threw a big party Thursday night at um, this giant bar area called the bullpen, which is right outside of Nats park. And there were thousands of people there celebrating. Um, Josh Harris then called after everything went down, Josh Harris called into the radio station and bought everybody there a beer. He just started a tab up from his private jet and bought everybody a beer, which is is such a simple, easy gesture. The guy's worth billions. How much would he spend 500 bucks on beer or something? But Compared to Dan's ownership, where not only was nothing was ever free, but it was also like they went out of their way to try to rip you off most of the time. And I mean, your story on that is incredible, but like it, it's it, it just feels so different. It feels like such a departure. And then Friday was really this cathartic celebration. So Friday they had an event at FedEx Field at the stadium that was open to the public. Um, they called it a pep rally. Uh, Fred Smoot and Logan Paulson kind of hosted this thing. And there were I, a ton of fans. I, I, I don't want to put a number on it because people were kind of coming and going all day. But I would guess, you know, there were 1,000, 2,000, 4,000 people there. I mean, the cars, were, the parking lots were packed. Um, and so it's Josh Harris, but there's, it's a big group. Uh, Mitchell Rails is a D.C. billionaire. David Blitzer is Harris's partner on all the other teams. This dude Mark Ein is a, is a DC kind of philanthropic rich guy. Uh, Magic Johnson, you know, uh, we don't want to leave him out. They all spoke to the crowd. Fans were going crazy, and the the best thing I think is because Snyder was a DC guy. He grew up here. Apparently, his father was a huge Redskins fan, um, and so now you've got Harris, who's also a DC guy. He grew up. He and I, he went to private school. He would have gone to the same school I went to, the same high school I went to. Uh, like the house I grew up in and the area he grew up in are like two miles away. It, it very, very close. Where is JP? Where? Uh, I grew up in Bethesda. He grew up in Chevy Chase. If you okay. Know All right. I'm be- my, sister li- my sister used to live in Bethesda. Now she lives in Potomac. That's why I was okay. curious. You know, like Connecticut Avenue? Yeah, of course. And East West Highway? Yep. Imagine that's a grid, and like I would have been on this side of it, and Harris would have been on this side of it. Wow, it's small, small, small little world. Um, and but what matters so much for Harris is that he's like, listen, I was a fan. I went to games at RFK Stadium. I loved this team, but being a fan isn't enough. Now I have to build a winner and a championship caliber program. And, and 
Dude, I'll be so the prior to this weekend, which is enormous, the biggest event, the 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 only thing that kind of compares to that magnitude of event involving Washington's football franchise was two two twenty two. They made this big thing out of their renaming ceremony, um, where they had the Today Show and all this stuff, and they just botched it from start to finish. It was just a disaster. They, they rolled out this crest to celebrate the history of the organization, and they had the Super Bowl years incorrect. Uh, like the, You remember the 91 skins? You might be too young, but they're one of the greatest teams ever. On the crest, they had them as 1992 because the, the Super Bowl was played January of 92. Like That's the kind of incredibly stupid stuff the organization previously did. And this event went off without a hitch. Everything was Everything was done well and correct. And I can tell Harris brought some people in that I assume worked for him in Philly or Jersey or something, because there were people there that I didn't recognize that were kind of running the operation. And for fans down here, it's like, okay, cool. Professionals are here. These people are competent and the bar is pretty low and they're already exceeding. Um, You kind of hinted at this. Um, and I remember the 91 uh, skins very, very well. I was 12. They were awesome. They sure. smashed the Bills in the Super Bowl. Great team. That was the Mark Rippon team um, with Gibbs. Where does this rank? Because the Nationals have won a World Series in recent years. The, the Capitals won the Stanley Cup, whenever that was. I guess I'm curious where this sort of ranks among – positive Washington sports area accomplishments over the last, I don't know, 30 years? Yeah. Uh, so the Caps won the Cup in 18. Nats won the World Series in 19. The Caps winning the Cup was massive. One, because you have Alex Ovechkin, who's an all-time talent. But two, because they had knocked on the door for so many years and never broken through, and then they finally did. The Nats World Series was really kind of unexpected. And then COVID hit the next year. So there wasn't that like year long celebration of a champ. Um, this is different. I, you know, football's just bigger than everything else. And it, I, I, I don't want to slight the caps or the Nats whatsoever. They're a big deal. Um, but th- this also isn't a one year thing. This is changing the trajectory of a franchise that once was among the league's great and became you know, the Bengals and the Jets and the Lions, uh, they became a laughing stock with like the perennial laughing stocks. And you feel like this is an opportunity to get things back to where they were. Now, what we know about football, especially like current modern football is that competing for championships is really pretty hard unless you can find a quarterback and, you know, Josh Harris isn't going to throw any touchdowns. So, like, I don't, I don't know that there's an immediate payoff this season on the field. But this ownership group feels like they can get a new stadium. It, it feels like they have the political capital, the financial wherewithal to get a stadium back into the city, which would just be such a massive deal. It, it, it feels like they've completely – altered the course of the most important organization in the city. And because of that, because of like kind of the long-term enormity of it, it feels bigger than maybe all of it, honestly. Um, it's really unbelievable. I've talked to you about this before on your radio show. So I grew up outside of Philly, right? 
So big Eagles fan growing up. And obviously my entire childhood, you know, Washington was winning Super Bowls. Right. 82, 87, you know, 91. And they were always good. And they were always going to the playoffs um, in the Gibbs era. And then lo and behold, I get signed by Marty Schottenheimer in 2001. And I'm on the team. I make the team. And it was a really big deal and really cool to be a Washington Redskin at the time. I mean, that was by far the most popular franchise in Washington. Easily one of the 10 biggest franchises and fan bases in the NFL. Maybe top five at the time. Uh, They at least touted this huge season ticket waiting list and all that stuff. But I remember, you know, FedEx Field was rocking, JP. I mean, it was... People were excited. It was only year three of, I guess, the Snyder era. And in 2000, you know, they had signed, like, you know, all these guys, Bruce Smith, Andre Reid, Deion Sanders, Jeff George, which I'm sure at least gave a lot of excitement. You know, at least people were talking about the team then. And then 2001 were there. It's unbelievable that just two years ago, 2001, you would go to a game and the stadium would be – maybe two-thirds full, and out of that group of people, that two-thirds, half of them was were for the other team, you know, like the Bears or the Steelers or the Eagles or the Giants or whatever. I have said this. I'm sure you guys have talked about it. I am not aware of a greater erosion of a fan base in professional sports or college sports that I can remember than the Washington football franchise over the last 20 years. Totally correct. (laughs) And it sucks, but it's true. Um, I mean, dude, so when you were there for Marty, I mean, do you remember when you guys started 0-5, LeVar Arrington makes that pick six against the Panthers. Awesome. (laughs) Dude, that place exploded. You guys won five in a row to get back to 5-5. I think you can argue the – I mean, the, the the list of bad decisions Snyder made is long. Um, but firing Marty after that season was one of the that, best. That, would, that changed the whole trajectory because totally. Spurrier was a joke. Right. And if he had just kept Schottenheimer, Schottenheimer, if he's done nothing else. He's finished 8-8, eight eight, right? Yeah, we, were, we finished 8-8. Yeah. Eight eight. It was, you know, we, we probably should have made the playoffs. We finished 8-8, eight eight, but 8-3 eight the last 11. Right. And right. consistent. With Tony Banks. Schottenheimer was. Yeah, with Tony Banks, a quarterback. Yeah, um, yeah, man. So what? What's really stark, and I, I'd say funny about the erosion of the fan base is it was. I mean, it was like here. It was really, really high. Say it was one hundred, whatever you want one hundred to be, but say it was a hundred percent. It was still at ninety-five percent by two thousand one. It was still at. 85 by 2010, Robert, RG3's rookie year, that place was jumping. Back to, I mean, it was 100 again. Kirk is kind of flirting there. And really, I think when things started to completely fall apart, Bruce Allen, I think, played a big role. But Bruce Allen's just a Dan sycophant in that role. So um, when everything went started going really sideways between Robert, Shanahan and and so it was like Robert and Dan versus Kyle and Mike. He runs Kyle and Mike out of town, tries to make Jay reinstall Robert. Robert just wasn't the player at that point. 
Then the fan base starts fighting about Robert versus Kirk all the time, which was just unhealthy for everybody. Then Bruce Allen keeps calling Kirk Kurt, and that whole thing is just a disaster. They, they finally trade for Alex. I, I remember the, 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 the starkest moment of reality for me was 2018. They trade for Alex. They were 5-2 and two at home with a first place in the division, Early November, beautiful fall weather day with a, a, a game against the first place Houston Texans who had J.J. Watt, uh, um, Deshaun Watson at quarterback, um, DeAndre Hopkins. Like the Texans were kind of high flying at that point in time. And we get to kickoff and place is empty. And I'm just like, what the hell? Like, this is a first place team playing a first place team. Where is everybody? And the upper level was empty. That, they've been pulling seats out of FedEx Field, which is a dump, which doesn't help any of this. But they've been pulling seats out of FedEx Field for the last 10 years. I don't know. I, mean, I know I've seen you down there rating the terrible press box food. Um, but it's uh, it, it's eroded massively. I think there will be – I think there's an immediate bump from the sale because there's a bunch of folks that are like, oh, I said I'd never go back until Dan sold. Now I can go back. But I, I, I still think there's a really long – gradual increase that that they have to show they can win and be professional. And, um, you know, guys like, like where your sister lives, like, like people that aren't, that are fans, but aren't truly diehard. It is, uh, they've had no interest. My my nephew plays football, doesn't care about Washington football at all. My totally. niece is – it's just – it is not like that in Philadelphia. Like, it is not like that in Pittsburgh. But they it don't wasn't care like there. That here when I was what I care about, JP, is Labatt Blue Light and drinking Labatt Blue Light with friends, family. That's what all the Commanders fans should have been doing over the weekend. Always enjoy responsibly beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. All right. Two more quick ones, JP. Sure. Do you have any – positive comment or story about Dan Snyder do you have a single one that you've heard that's been relayed to you is there anything positive about him other than his team hired me twice <laughs> um nothing I've had a number of direct interactions with him and I, I I wouldn't characterize any of them as positive um his wife Tanya deserves a lot of credit you know the think pink uh breast cancer campaign yeah she started that and and that's raised millions and millions of dollars for breast cancer research. And she definitely deserves a lot of credit for that. Um, Tanya was always polite and civil. I I had pleasant interactions with her. Um, I do know they had a former team employee whose son got sick. Dan let them use the plane to go take care of him. Um, You remember, you might remember this dude, Chief Z. Do you remember Chief Z? Um, Chief Z died and Dan paid for his funeral. There, There are some stories of things. Uh, I, I never personally inter- had a positive interaction. Last one is a big one, JP. New name? Do you think they'll get a new name? Do you want yeah. a new name? Yes, the current name sucks. Um, everybody, the only name that seems correct is the old name, which because of you know kind of societal norms at this stage, I don't think they'll go back to. I did find it interesting. Harris said Redskins a lot in his two days of, of press conferences. Um, which was kind of like taboo for a little while. And he's like, clearly doesn't think so. Um, I think a new name's on the table. Um, I think they will discuss it. I don't know that it actually happens, but I, I know this, that 
a lot of people are like, oh, the league won't let them do it. I think you cut a $6 billion check and the league is, is willing to work with you on a lot of things. Oh, and why wouldn't they let them do it? I mean, it's not like there's any value in the commanders or people are excited about it. I mean, I, right. to me, I mean, I, I, I understand you don't need to answer that. Like, I, I know the reasons why they wouldn't want them to do it, but I didn't I don't know why they didn't go with the Red Hogs or the Warthogs, because then it's like going back to that era without having any reference to Native Americans. I mean, JP, you're the man. This was awesome. Exactly what I was looking for. Thank you so much. Please follow him on social media at JP Finley NBCS. And by the way, if you are into Washington football at all, you got to follow him on social media and you can even get the Odyssey app, listen to his show in the afternoons. It's fantastic. JP, thank you so much, man. Really appreciate it. Or middays. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Good to see you. Always good to see you, JP. That that uh, is fascinating to me. Every aspect of that. You know what else is fascinating to me? Learning a new language, and there's no better way to do it than Babel. I mean, may, other than actually like going to a city, like we did when we went down to Quito, Ecuador, which was awesome. But it was very helpful that my wife, my daughters, and I spent some time on Babel ahead of time. They have these quick 10-minute lessons designed by language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Look, we didn't we didn't know a ton of Spanish, but we knew the basics. We were able to get by with the basics thanks to Babbel. Here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. That's you guys to get started right now. Get 55% off your Babbel subscription. It's only for you guys. You're not going to find that anywhere else. At babble.com slash Ross, get 55% off at babble.com slash Ross, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Ross. Tuck Stakes. All right, Ross, we'll start with some roster moves. Eagles sign offensive lineman Dennis Kelly. The Jaguars re-sign Dwayne Smoot. Titans restructure Kevin Byard's contract. The Ravens sign running back Melvin Gordon, and the Giants sign Cole Beasley and James Robinson. Lot of lot of teams realizing, hey, we we could really use another guy here, or at least some competition here. Bringing guys in, I think what's notable there is Byard basically took a three million dollar pay cut. Vikings rookie wide receiver Jordan Addison was cited driving 140 miles per hour at 3 a.m. Not going to make a huge deal out of this, Jack, but that's concerning. That I mean, it was 55 mile an hour zone. He's going to 140 at 3 a.m. Maturity is a really important trait for successful professional football players. And to say that's immature is an understatement. Bill's EVP slash CEO Ron Rakuya is out after leading a new stadium effort. I would like to get more information on this. I'm curious how involved he was on any of the football decisions, but it's like he got, he helped them get this new stadium. And now Pagula is the owner is basically taking over his role, which I find very interesting when there's a, a change at the top of the food chain. Commander sale is official, but new news is Daniel Snyder's $60 million fine for sexual harassment and financial fraud. It's just unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. I mean, he is like 
the the bad guy in every movie. It, it's unbelievable. I mean, what a combo there. Stealing from your NFL owner partners and sexual harassment, just awful. Jaguars associate strength coach Kevin Maxson has come out as gay. Honestly, what jumped out to me, is there a better name for a strength coach than Maxson? Maxson <laughs> for a strength coach? That's incredible. Is that his real last name? I mean, guy was like destined to be a, a, a strength coach. We're maxing out today. Chiefs defensive tackle Chris Jones doesn't report the training camp and is incurring $50,000 fines per day. So I'm going to make this, Jack, my Labatt take of the day. Presented by Labatt Blue Light, the pristine Canadian Pilsner. Enjoy your beers together so you can live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. I don't think this is the best move for Chris Jones. I think he would be much better off if he reported to the Chiefs and then held in for a couple of different reasons, right? Number one, you know, if you're holding out the first day, they'll ask everybody about it. You'll ask all the players about it and whatever. But then it's like, there's like no news after that. If you're there every day, the cameras are showing you, they're interviewing you. You can talk about how you're unhappy, how you want to be treated fairly. You can get you can get interviewed every day. It's a lot more of a distraction to the franchise if you're holding in. You're there, but you're not practicing. And then the second thing is, why would you want to give the team $50,000 a day? Why would you want to give up that? And I've seen people write, well, he'll make up for that with his new contract. Whatever they're going to give you, and your new contract that you're negotiating, that's what they're going to give you anyway. So why why take any money out of your pocket by giving them back $50,000 a day when you could instead report, hold in, and incur none of those fines? It doesn't make any sense to me at all what Chris Jones is doing. What does make sense to me is that we are back, baby. How about Fran Duffy on the College Draft Podcast today? With me and Emery talking about the top 2024 defensive prospects. We got Fezzik with even money tomorrow. Football's back. We are rolling. Tell everybody you know. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. How about a little love for Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com, very cool, Go-Bangles.com, should be a big season for Hooday, BackOfficeScheduler.com is cool, and then MyFrontPageStory.com, I don't care what occasion, I don't care who it's for, there is no better gift you can give someone then a story all about them and how amazing they are at myfrontpagestory.com.